Good day, my friends. Where do we even begin to start? Begin to start. We're going to begin, not begin, but begin to start the beginning of that which represents the initial part of the beginning. We're going to begin to begin, as it says. Let me explain something to you. This is the most important thing in the world. This is the most important thing right now for us to figure out. Let's look at this and find out, number one, let's take off your glasses, your prisms, your blinders, and ask yourself, are you able to truly assess what is happening? And we can argue what is and isn't important. That's, I think we should look at two words, what is interesting. That which is interesting. And the stuff that is interesting is most interesting. And that which is interesting works as follows. Let me see if I can explain this to you. Number one, nobody, it seems, that I'm running into is able to truly grasp the idea of what is happening. They're looking at things through the particular mirror or the prism of some expectation or hope or something. I don't know. But that's what they're doing. Do you see what I'm saying? That is what they're doing. Now, we can start with a lot of things. But the first story, I've got to tell you, which is the most fascinating, this is Prigozhin and Wagner and what is happening as to Putin. And you can believe absolutely, positively, Nothing, nothing that is enunciated, nothing that is provided, nothing that is whatever, nothing that is being presented. Believe nothing. And here's the best part. Americans in particular, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but Americans will not study this, care about this, think about this, review this, wonder about this, do any research won't get the names right, who's who, who's what. Absolutely not. There will be this cursory, kind of a good guy, bad guy, and that is it. Do you understand this? It's a good guy, bad guy, that's it. We don't know who the good guys are. We don't know who the bad guys are. We don't know any of this stuff. We kind of go by kind of a TikTok feeling, who's up, who's down, we're supposed to hate Putin, he's supposed to be a bad guy, what's the story, oh, he's lost, oh, okay, why has he lost, well, there was a mutiny, there was no mutiny, I've said this a million times, how do you have a mutiny where people leave, and their leaving causes people to clap, shall I, shall I just go through this, shall we just review this again, You've heard me say this, but nobody on Fox, CNN, any of these other shows, or whatever, dare to do that. And Fox, by the way, let me tell you what's the worst part about these Republicans. These are professional Republicans. They have schoolboy and schoolgirl crushes on their favorite, I guess, anchors or hosts, I, I, I guess. They're more interested in the Fox lineup than what's going on in the world. This is a big story. They actually said, like, oh my God, Jesse Waters is taking the 8 o'clock position. Who cares? What does this even remotely mean? Nothing. It means nothing. Did you see what Tucker Carlson... Who cares about Tucker Carlson? That's not important. But I like him. It doesn't matter whether you like him. It doesn't matter. This is where we are today. This is, this is it. We are doomed. We have no intelligentsia. We need a really smart, alert, informed group of Republicans. I don't know who they are. And the only one I even remotely, I guess, call myself is not a Republican because I'm not a Republican are these people who supposedly care about 
I don't know what. Something. So let me explain something to you. The story doesn't make any sense. And Prigozhin better watch it. And if you read between the lines, Putin's telling him, I'm not going to forget you. I'm supposed to be the badass. I'm the killer. I'm the lunatic. I'm the one who throws people out of windows and poisons them and stabs them. Well, if that's true, you're next. And that's obvious. And if you read the stories, you get these inconsistent remarks from these morons on conventional cable news because they're not paying attention to reality. They're giving you a version of reality you want. And that's the thing which is the most critical. And Americans will not research this. They don't know anything. Right now, the Internet provides so much information, so much great stuff. It's there, but they're not interested because it involves thinking. Let me give you an example. Mrs. L and I have to deal, unfortunately, sometimes with people who are involved in, oh, I don't know, emails. Can you confirm this? Did you get the email here? Would you respond? Would you do this? Would you do that? And we have these um, little systems where you can see if people have opened your email. It, it It makes sense. And there are people in business who don't answer emails. They don't know what to do. They get flustered. They get confused. They, they take on too many things without thinking down the line, wait a minute, can I do all this? Or what's going on? They have no idea. They look at the immediate. They look straight down. It's like when you're drive, riding a bike. They just look right down. They don't see what's coming. And this is all over the place. These are adults. And you expect these people to go through the history of Wagner? Of of Prigozhin? When you say Putin's chef, what are you talking about? But they're but they're commenting on, on Putin. But they don't know anything about him. They don't know anything about what's going on right now. They they can't tell you anything. Because they live in the world of good guy, bad guy. Manichaean belief. Good guy, bad guy. Okay, that's number one. Number two. The story I still love is the Titan or the Titanic sub, the submersible. They didn't even call it a submarine. It's a submersible. This story stinks to high Heaven, and nobody but nobody is even remotely interested. Why do you think that is? I'll tell you why. It's interesting because they are told specifically, don't ask any questions. Don't ask questions. Don't. Don't just sit back And just think about this. Because we don't want you to be conspiratorial. That is the thing that just... It it stops everything. Absolutely everything. It stops it. Next. And listen to this story. And this is the hardest one for people to understand. This is the hardest case for people to understand. The hardest case for people to maybe, I don't know. I try. I mean, I really, I really, I honest to God try to work with people, friends of mine, but it's kind of all for naught for reasons that I can't explain. But, There is a love affair people have on the right with Donald Trump. A love affair that absolutely makes no sense. It is a love affair that is based on something which I don't know where it comes from. 
they're unable to separate their love of him from the political viability of what he's doing. They're unable to do this. They can't do it. Donald Trump is an absolute albatross. An albatross. And anybody who doesn't understand this, anybody who doesn't see it, anybody who doesn't grasp it, anybody who doesn't follow it, there's really no hope for you. There are people who don't realize, you know what? It's we, we, We've really got to change this thing. We've got to change what is happening. We have to move along here. We have to put ourselves in the position where we got to ask ourselves, is he doing more harm or good to the cause? Now, let me ask you this question. Do you realize what would happen to Donald Trump's case if he were to say right now, I'm not running. I'm officially telling you, I'm out of the race. I'm not running. I'm not going to run. I'm not going to be a part of this. I'm not going to do it. Count me out. My family and I, no, I'm not going to be, forget it. What would happen to the case? Who wants to prosecute him? The good news is he'd be off the hook. Alvin Bragg says, well, what the hell good is this then? I'm going to prosecute just some citizen? Why? And Jack Jack Smith, oh, he's not done. Because you know what they're doing with Jack Smith now. You know what they're doing, right? They're calling, they're calling in as we speak, or recently, which I warned you about, Secret Service agents. And Secret Service agents are going to be coming forward. They're going to be talking about January 6th. This is where Trump's biggest, biggest, biggest exposure of them all is January 6th. And they've laid an absolute storyline. But the people that I know, because they don't recognize it, because they say, oh, that's ridiculous. They don't understand. Your opinion doesn't mean anything. What do voters think? What do the undecideds think? What do Democrats think? What do Republicans think? What do prosecutors think? What do jurors think? I've read for you to the point of exhaustion the seditious conspiracy statute. And that word sedition, you go, well, that's not sedition. Excuse me, you're a layperson. You don't have a law degree. You've never prosecuted a case. Yeah, but I, no, you don't. No, 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 you're, you're, you're not a, and by the way, this isn't you. These are these other people. Because they think they're experts in this. Oh, no, Trump didn't do anything. Oh, yes, he did. If two or more people conspire, conspire to interrupt an official proceeding, the certification of this, if he has secret service people who are saying, you want to retire? You want to retire? Say the right thing. Do you want to retire? Would you like to walk away with this? With your hard-earned devotion? Yes. There was a while back, and I said this to people, and they didn't listen to me. And they didn't listen to me because, well... Because they didn't listen to me. And I said during the Clinton administration, during Clinton, I said, you know, we should have an absolute, uh, an immunity provision for Secret Service agents. Because, and this is important, and the reason for that is that when you have people who are sworn to uphold or to, to maintain the protection of the president, and if the president is too busy worrying about maybe having a gumad or some girlfriend or doing something, I don't know, untoward. If that's true, then what's going to happen is that he might move away and subject himself to perhaps harm. So that's why it's important and critical that there has to be this agreement that says a Secret Service agent cannot ever testify against his charge, namely the president. Sparky says, Trump fell for the Skripal poisoning hoax. Gina Haspel fooled him. Um, among many things, perhaps. That is so obscure, Sparky. And thank you, by the way. A little hand crepitation. Do you understand this? Do you grasp this? You see... 
Scripal, that other guy with the with the was it polonium or plutonium, whatever the hell it was, this drinking the tea and giving up cancer. If 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 Prigozhin thinks that he's going to somehow, I, I don't, I, I, I don't want to go back into that. But thank you very much for that. Trump has to announce, "I'm not running," but you can't do that because that's where the PAC money comes in. And the PAC money is required for him to make to to help pay for this because I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how many billions you've got. He is spending money like you can't eat. I mean, on everything, trying to find lawyers. But you see, what I'm telling you right now, no. Nobody understands. Nobody pays attention, and nobody cares because they're into this la la land world. They're into this. They're into this world that's, I don't know what the word is. I talked to somebody the other day who, again, this is my, this is my, this is my, my issue. When you speak to people and you ask them, do you understand what's happening here? Do you, do you understand what, how politics work? They have no idea what they're talking about. This is one of the worst times ever. Now, let me tell you another one. Here's another one for you. Now, this is kind of good news. And let's see if maybe, maybe it works out. Maybe. How many people believe that there is a recording of Trump telling somebody that he has, or that that he is saying, um... I, here are some documents that are um, uh, classified. Here are documents that are classified. And I shouldn't be showing you these documents because they're probably classified. Remember that? This is what, this is what people are saying. They're, they're telling you this. They're, they're saying, this is, this is what you are being told. And people are repeating this, even though they've never, ever heard the recording. Now, let me give you an alternative way of thinking of this. Now, let me tell you something that is being uh, presented, but Fox doesn't want to do it because Fox is so un-Trump, it's not even funny. Be careful, Hannity. CNN and others. CNN is is just dreadfully, drastically trying its best to to maintain some kind of connection. But the DOJ right now is accusing Donald Trump through the Mar-a-Lago case of showing these top secret documents to friends and attack plans for Iran that Milley created. And this is a story. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's this recording. Boof! Out of nowhere where Trump is showing somebody a supposed putative alleged map of the attack plan that Milley was proposing. One, that Trump said, oh no, no, that's still classified. Now the Department of Justice can't, uh, it is alleged, can't find a map or documents or anything in the belongings. They, They don't know where this is. Where is this map? Trump says, I didn't have a map of the attack plan. I had news clippings. I had, I had other stuff. Where is the map? Where is this stuff that they're talking about? Now, the FBI raided Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago home, and it is alleged, it will be alleged, that they knocked over stuff showing uh, news clippings and stuff, and you didn't know what was what. You just saw boxes stacked up in a bathroom. You didn't know what was in there. You got the impression all of those are... Look at all of the classified documents. My God. Now, the FBI is using these clips and these boxes, allegedly showing or saying that these were still classified and that Trump was showing this to his friends. In reality, what Trump is going to say is he was showing his friends in the public news clippings. So when he said this might have been 
classified. It wasn't. Here's a document that uh, some might say if it was secret, it was we don't know if it's declassified, classified, whatever it is. The FBI right now is, he is alleging, is making the point of using the news clips and the news stories and all this as part of a case when they purposefully, deliberately, uh, uh, intentionally knocked over these boxes of news stories. They knew Trump didn't have the classified attack plan. That plan is still classified, as Trump said. Trump never declassified it, never turned it over, never took it. But see, that's not what people think. What people think are, oh, so you mean they, what? Trump enacted sanctions against Russia due to hoax. Um, partly Sparky, I, I, I can't, I think, I think uh, that might have been indeed part of it, yes. Trump was not exactly the most scrupulous when it came to reviewing the particular allegations, but it would have been political suicide not to go after the dread thug Putin. Okay, fine. And thank you, dear friend. Thank you. Here's my question again. How do you know what you know? How do you know what you know? How do you know anything about what Trump did? How do you know what he did? How do you know this? How do you know any of this? How does any of this even work? Who heard what? Indeed, make Ukraine Russia again. Don't even try, Sparky. Don't even try to explain that to people. Now remember, we're doing two things. I'm talking about Mar-a-Lago now. And that's, that's, that's one thing. The Russia story, you can, with all due respect, forget about it because Americans don't understand it. They, it does, it's nothing really to do with us. The Russia story is interesting, but we're not really connected to it. We're just watching it. We say, oh, okay. Mar-a-Lago is interesting. Because they're still spreading this story that Trump is saying, hey, look at this. Look at this. Come here. Look at this. this is a, here, look at this. Come here. This is a top secret document. And nobody, did you ever see a top secret document? Come here, honey. What's your name? This is a top secret document. That's what they're, that's what they're trying to tell you. Because they have an audio of that. Jack Smith's not dumb. Why? Because Trump's an idiot because he's making fun of the, of this guy. He's going after him full bore. So he's got to watch out for this Mar-a-Lago case, and he also has to watch out specifically for the fact that you've got these new Secret Service agents that might be. Do you understand what's happening? Now, this is what's important to note. Gina Haspel and Pompeo continuously fooled Trump. Pompeo's no good for Trump. You know that. You know how that one works. But but I want you to understand this. This is a this is a fascinating case. But that's not critical now. What's critical is why is Trump still hanging on to running for president? This will not go away, but it loses everything in terms of the momentum. If there's going to be a plea deal, if there's going to be dismissal, if there's going to be anything, none of those possibilities exist if he's still running. Everybody agree with that? Everybody agree with it? What is his best move? Let's do this. We're all very good at saying things like, whatever, and this is true. It is a witch hunt, it's political. What's his best move? Does the court just have to accept what they say? It's the jury. Will the jury hear this? And they're going to put this on, and then it's Trump's duty to either refute it if it's relevant evidence, they're going to introduce it. Then Trump's team is going to say, well, let's go through it. What is it? And then they're now going to be saying, well, do you have the clearance to even hear this stuff? So here is the, here is the question. What does he do? What is his... Let, let's talk strategy today. What is his strategy? What does he do? 
Liz says, yes, but the country needs him. What country? Do you think, do you think, seriously, and I mean this, and I got to really ask you, do you really think the country needs Trump? Did you just, just, just think about what you're saying. Think about what you're saying. Put all of your love and all of your affection and all of your MAGA and all that stuff aside. Are you out of your mind? You want that again? Do you even think? And this kills me to say this. Do you think Trump is going to get elected? Now, for a number of reasons. One, because Americans, the majority, would have to, based upon the electoral college, electoral votes. But do you think they would allow this? Do you think the shadow government, deep state, which is just rolling out all of this stuff, do you think they're going to let Trump near this again and stop everything? Do you understand this? Sparky says, Trump may have once shown a top secret document, but it had long been declassified by Trump. Well, that's what he's going to be saying, or he's going to be saying that what was shown wasn't even a document, but a news clipping. It was a story. It's one of the two. That's what he's going to be uh, promoting. And thank you so much, Sparky, for that. Do you think, answer my question, Answer my question. Do you think, seriously, after all we've been through, after what this country has been through, after where where we are now, two questions. Is there a chance he can win? And do you mean to tell me that you want to go through this again? You are going to embolden the Democratic Party even stronger. They are not going to let this happen. They are not going to let this happen at all. And if he gets into office, there's going to be stalemate yet again. They are on a roll right now. You have got to understand something. You have got to take away Santa Claus. You've got to take away all of these things. He could be the most effective, the most absolutely dangerous element to our world, if he was the gray eminence, the eminence gris, the, 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 the uh, not the founding father, but the, but the, the wise man, the, if he can lead people, he would be more effective. And he's got to get away from this Cary Lake and this droning, incessant, boring idea of they stole my election. And I think he's fi- he might be done with that 2020 denial thing. I don't know. I, 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 I hope he's done with that. I'm not here to pick people that I like. I want my country to get back on course. One of the most exciting things that's happening is what Bobby Kennedy Jr. is doing to destroying the Democratic Party. This is not even talked about. This is not even talked about. This is so scary. They don't know what the hell to do. They don't know what to do with this. Because he's going after them, one of their own, and he's doing a better job destroying the Democratic Party from within. And if he don't, he stop these stupid... I don't know where he's going now, but he's doing the, uh, the push-ups and he's doing the Fredo Cuomo and look at me, I'm working out. That's so dumb. Please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. Please be the only adult in this. Try to, we don't care. It's sad. You look like another middle-aged, crazy, midlife crisis, 70-year-old who's trying to, it's just, I, 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 I am so profoundly disappointed by that. I expected more. I expected this sober. If you're Joe Rogan, that's one thing, but not if you want to be the president. This is dumb. I don't know why they're doing this. Do you know what these people have planned? Do you know what they have planned right now? It is, it is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
When I talk to people, I'm saying you have to look at what's happening all over the country, not just here. There's this new thing called congestion pricing in New York where they're going to basically say, okay, we want you to stay home. Illegals, they never get charged with anything. We want you to stay home. We want you to stay home. We want you to be imprisoned. You understand this? We want you to stay home. We want you to stay home. We want you to be imprisoned by this. We want you to get off of this notion, get off of this crazy idea that you are free, that you can locomote. Do you see what's happening? Somebody the other day said, hey, let's bring up Agenda 21. No! No, nobody understands what that means. Don't be obscure. Don't know. Or Agenda 2030 or sustainability. We are under attack by so many levels. And here's the best part. Half of it isn't even attainable, isn't even affected, isn't even affected by politics per se. Sparky says, Trump fell for the Syrian gas attack hoax as well. What was that? Was that uh, not? What was that? That was um, go go to go 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 to go. Um, remember the one of the old the original gas attacks. This they went and they looked. Gupal Goop. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but they went there and they said, "Hey, these people are like they're decomposing." They had the wrong people there. They brought these people in and they were already dead and they were like, what is this? Goop, goop, uh, goop. Anyway, I don't remember the name of it. But the um, that was one of the best ones ever. One of the best ones ever. Same thing that happened when they gassed the Kurds. Nobody ever even looked at the... See, nobody wants to look at forensics. Nobody, they don't care about that. that that's too, that's too dicey. Let me tell you what's happening right now. This is this is incredible. Now we're seeing right now, this is to show you this craziness. We're going, they are doubling down on everything, not just trans, but anything that deals with the differentiation of genders. Story after story after story after story. There was a Texas professor who was forced to quit, was fired because his students walked out because he dared to say that there's an XY chromosome. This is one of the most important issues which has nothing to do with politics. Joe Biden can say, hey, that's not me. I'm not doing anything. And he's right. He's not doing anything. I might be gay pride, puts a flag up. What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do about that? Where does this come from? Where does this come from? <laughs> Sparky says, if a presidential candidate wants to show their physical fitness, they should be shown going, taking a nice walk. I, I don't know what that means, but thank you, I guess, maybe. You see, I don't think, and I say this with all, I don't think people understand this idea of, of image. Um, on this question, Lionel, when do you think, the, say, the last time our country was on course? Oh, um, believe it or not, the last time was during... The initial 2016, when Trump was immediately in office, that was a wonderful time. Pre-COVID, during that, during that time, before the end of everything else, but when, I mean, the stock market was humming and there were unemployment was next to nothing and it was, it was beautiful, absolutely beauteous. That was the last time. Prior to that, it depends. Do you mean economic? Do you mean in terms of, uh, you know, our... I mean, social conditions? There were times that, no matter how bad, people didn't feel like, oh, this is weird. But see, here is the problem. Uh, uh, fret pound, and thank you very much. We never had this shadow government group before. We never had this. We never had a shadow government that is, is providing this. We never had this. Do you understand what I'm saying? We never had this before. 
we never had a group of people take all of this. We have a, there is a new a new woke kind of a thing, so to speak, where they want to go after coal fires and charcoal uh, pizza joints. They want to stop gas stoves. They want to. There are there is more and more. There was there are who was it? Kim, what's her name from from Texas or from uh, uh, Illinois, Chicago? There is this mother who basically directs her son to shoot somebody. You're going to see more and more. You're going to see insanity, restorative justice, like you can't believe. The Hunter Biden corruption is off the charts. And the fact that they're bringing him to actual um, events with the Prime Minister, President, whatever of India, th- this was an fu to the whole world. Now, now let me see if we can explain this. Supreme Court today is going to be pretty good. We're going to find out some stuff. Let's see what happens with that. We need to have a boot camp where we have to explain to people this is how we have an election. These are primaries. These are caucuses. This is the convention. This is what's happening. These are the states. These are the swing states. This is what's happening. What happens when, this is my favorite, when Gavin Newsom moves in. Gavin Newsom will still be, irrespective of, I I talked to somebody the other day, he says, you know, I'm from California. It's like, you don't understand the Democratic president, it doesn't matter who it is. They're going to just be handed a series of things to, to sign. That's it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happened in California, whether people like them. doesn't matter. Who is going to be able to handle this the best? They have hit critical mass with Biden. Katzen, Katzenberg actually said yesterday that the reason for this that the reason for the, I guess you might want to say the reason for, uh, I, 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 or, or excuse me, the, the, the new take, is that Biden, like other 80-year-olds, Harrison Ford, Mick Jagger, uh, whatever, is just a spry 80-year-old. He is a drooling, senescent dotard. And I need 400 likes today. I'm sorry. I need 400 likes. We're making incredible progress with our algorithms, incredible progress with our recommended, the recommended version, because we want people to understand. This is not your typical left-right show. This is not, I don't want to do that. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a, I'm not a Trump. Yay! I don't do that. No, no, no. Trump is, did some good things. That's over. It's over. It's done. I don't know how to... I'm not, why, why people are so resistant. I want to win this. I want to crush and demolish this, this deep state, shadow government, democratic, woke, um, contaminated party. Let me say this again. I want to win. I don't want to be a part of a MAGA wet dream or some kind of a fantasy you have or some, and I'm sorry, but it's time for us to grow up and focus here. We have to understand what's happening. This is 2023. The 2024 election is is a year. Well, excuse me. The the uh, the the convention is like a year away, and we're talking about stuff that's just. I see these these adults, and they just talk about this nonsense. Oh, I Trump is dreamy, and he's like, "What are you talking about? We're wasting our time. We're actually, we could be, we have to destroy this. You're going to mobilize. You're going to to fuel. You're going to embolden the left if you put Trump in there again. Let me say this again. You may hate this news. I'm sorry. I, I, I wish I could give you this fantasy perception you want. Trump will embolden the left even more. And there'll be more of, sure, whatever you want. Nobody will be listening to Bobby Kennedy, or anybody for that matter. 2016 is over. It's a post-COVID world. And there are people who are still furious with 
uh, Trump because they, they say he they call him the jab father, you know, with the but, stupid. This is my problem. I've got a country where they don't understand politics is chess, not 4D chess, just chess. What is the goal? How do we do? What pieces do we have left? What's going on here? I don't understand this. What is happening? Turn your cable news off. Look at what's happening. Look at where we are right this moment. What is happening? What polls do you read? How do you read this? And other people will say, you know what? You don't understand this. I don't care about the politics. I love people like I do People Magazine. On course for me was pre-GFK assassination or pre-Korean War. Uh, I don't think so, uh, Fred Pound. Thank you so much. Pre-Korean War, the last time this was a post-World War II, post-Intel um, state, post-Truman world where we basically turned over the keys to everything, that was, we were not on course at all. This fictional, fanciful, you're talking about right at the, sort of the, um, I guess, kind of the Cold War. JFK was the biggest, most overrated president maybe in the history of our of our times. Sean Martin said Biden installed Levine, who declared a summer long event. All NPR discusses now is alternative lifestyles and abortion. <clears throat> Crazy anti biology laws moving through every blue legislature. Yes, 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 yes. You are correct, Sean. But let me go back one more thing. This idea of this fret pound. We can be talking all day long about when was it great. Fret, listen to me carefully. It was a different time. You can't compare things when the atmosphere was different. When somebody says, it was better in the 50s. Why was it better in the 50s? Because we were better? No, because it was post-World War II. We had just beaten everybody. We had this incredible confidence. The economy was humming post-war. Other people will say, the 50s were horrible. Cultural stagnation. Man in a gray flannel suit. Let's talk about the 60s. Okay. What was the 60s? Terrible. Turbulent. Most people will say, what are you talking about? It was great. We loved the music. It was fun. It was exciting. We were kind of growing up. It was a time of uh, Carnaby Street and psychedelic clothes and this and that. How about the 70s? Oh, no. 70s were bad. Nixon and disco. 70s were great. So when you talk about what were the, when were we on course, depending upon whom, what are you, when, what? When was this? When Everything is based upon your frame of reference and your sense of likes or dislikes. I need 400 likes. Speaking of likes, by the way, I need 400. I need you to come to the, to the aid of your country. Listen, this is a different world. Forget everything that we've talked about before. You have got somebody who's got to understand what I like about Bobby Kennedy. Do not make more enemies. When you're Victoria Newland and NATO and the military industrial complex, you don't give a diddly damn about wars, death, mayhem. You want complete and total. To, for you, it's a game of risk and moving people around and taking over. That's where it is. We live in a world now of social media, of what's, what, what big tech has done. Do you understand how that works? We're in a world right now we've never seen. In law, it's called a case of first impression. When you go to an appellate court and you say, we've never seen one of these before. This is brand new. How do you figure this thing out? We have never had the influence of social media 
acting as proxy on the part of a deep state, police state, intel state, shadow government, invisible hand, to use the Adam Smith thing, I guess, in a sense, who act as proxy to shut people down. We can shut you down by calling you an anti-Semite, racist, transphobe, conspiracy theorist, name it. And there are people who love it. We just went through an inter- a, a, a period of a generation of kids who will never recover by virtue of this two years of COVID, this intellectual, spiritual, and emotional uh, uh, concentration camp that we went through. We were deprived. We were in a gulag. It never changed. We lost our soul. We lost our fight. We lost our backbone. We lost our guts. We lost everything. We were we were just and it had nothing to do with Trump. It changed everything. Who is going to put this back on 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 track? Who? If Trump says something, they're going to laugh at him. They're going to push him along. They're going to say whatever. If Bobby Kennedy says something, they're going to say, "No, wait a minute, hold it." Get your head out of your cavity and wake up. It's a new day. 2016 was seven years ago. It was a different time. Hillary Clinton was relevant. This was before anything. It was a different world. Everything was different. Xi Jinping... Taiwan. Look at what what Biden did. Oh my God. Interestingly enough, when it comes to foreign policy, Trump is the best. Trump is the best. Fret Pound, excuse me, says, trying to get to the bottom of when did we lose control of the country to the deep state? Or was it always that or something like it? Respect your opinion. Thank you. It always put it this way. Let me see if we can do this again. Why are you interested, and I'm just saying this, in what went wrong and when? Let me give you an example. You and I are standing at an emergency room. We're, uh, we're physicians. We're taking a break. And they bring this ambulance up, and there's a guy apparently in the throes of a heart attack. I need 400 likes, my friend. I need 400 likes right this moment. 400 like this. And you and I are looking, and it has all of the classic uh, indicia of a heart attack. Everything. Cyanide, there's a preferred pain. I mean, everything. And instead of us getting to fix it, we're saying, you know, I wonder what happened with this. You know, judging by the look of his, uh, his weight, probably lifestyle, and if that's his family over there, I see somebody walking with a walker at a pretty... I see some kind of... I think it's probably genetic, too, with a combination of the... Meanwhile, beep! They just called the code. We just lost the patient because we're talking about... I wonder what happened. When When do you think it... When did it go bad for him? Probably in his 30s. It's always wonderful history to help us gauge today. But history for the sake of just just whatever it is, I don't know the purpose of this. I only look at the Vietnam War to see, well, where are we going now? I don't care about the Vietnam War just to see, well, what, what happened? No, it's, what are we, we're, doing, we're making the same mistakes right now. This is a brand new situation. Let me ask you something. Have you ever seen kids act like this? Have you ever seen anything like this? Do you know what happened to this country after COVID? Do you know what happened to the way we think? Do you know the way we act about American politics? Did you ever remember in your time, and I say this to you right now, fret pound, dear friend, thank you very much. Do you remember ever people asking whether men and women were the same? Not black and white. Men and women, and that people who had been professors for years were fired immediately. Did you ever think you'd see that? No. Was there ever a time like this? No. 
There was a time of sexual expression. There was a time of sexual, uh, you know, experimentation. But there was never anything like this. Never anything like this. Up to and including the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff actually looking to introduce this wake, wake, woke, interesting pun there, this trans, transgendered, whatever, in the military. Sparky says, lockdowns and masks cause kids to skip whole development steps. As adults, they'll make millennials and Zoomers look normal. Could not agree more. Marty McCary said this. Throw into the mix what this did. Throw into the mix what social media did. Throw into the mix parents who were tired. Throw into this into this cauldron of of horrors what we're seeing. It's 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 beyond anything. Someone writes Spanish American War. Straight face, doesn't know what that means. 1898, remember the Maine, Havana Harbor? Do yourself a favor. This is very important. Never say anything to prove to somebody you know something they don't. Never do this. Never say, oh, over the window. What does that mean? I'm just showing you that I know a phrase or a concept you don't. Over the window. Over the window. Well, if this isn't harp, I don't know what is. Harp? What? Operation Popeye. What? Geoengineering. Climate control. What? I'm just saying anything. Operation Ajax. What's that? Most of it. Iran. See, I know this. I know this. You don't know this. I'm I'm a conspirator. You're not. I know these things. Carol Quigley, Tragedy and Hope. What? See, I know this. Hegelian dialectic. What? You know, thesis, antithesis, thesis. What? Don't do that. I know one person in particular, he just loves to throw, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Just throws things out. Just to throw them out. And you're saying, what are you talking about? Well, goes to show you. I don't know. That's, um, um, oh, um, Oh, I like this. The other day I said, well, Codex Alimentarius. What? You know, you won. You won treaty. What? Don't ever be like that. Don't be like that. We are, so many of us are so full of shisa, it's not even funny. This is very simple. Let me bring it back down. There is going to be an election. It's going to be the Democrat versus the Republican. Now, the Republican is not going to be Donald Trump. If it is Donald Trump, you've just lost. That's the end of it. That's the story. There are times when I realize that I think Nixon would have been great. Nixon would have lost. Reagan might have been great. Reagan's going to lose. Jimmy Carter never got a chance. The Iranian thing set him off. Jimmy Carter was one of the most honorable people. He just it didn't happen. Okay, fine. And I recognize that. That's terrific. John Kennedy was one of the most overrated people ever. And do you know who got John Kennedy whacked? Do you know who got John Kennedy whacked more than anybody? Bobby Kennedy. Not the mob. Not the No, 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 no. Believe me. Nobody, John F. Kennedy did not have to do any of the stuff he did. He would still be there if he just said, would you just calm down? It was a different time then also. It was a different time. It was a different it was a different coordination between the organized crime and whatever. But when you go after Teamsters and Carlos Marcello and Santo Traficante and all these people and the CIA and and the I mean if you 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 just is it what are you doing? And when you go after everybody up to and including Martin Luther King and then you you come across like oh I'm so Bobby Kennedy was one of the biggest where this image came from, maybe in 68, but not when he was, he was brutal. He was brutal. And if anybody was responsible as Bobby Kennedy, nobody wants to say that. 
Nobody wants to think that. They want to think, no, I don't know. Oh, for God's sake. And this John Kennedy business. This is the most overrated 1,000 days. He was terrific. He was a hawk. He was a Republican. He had absolutely no interest. In, these, these were World War II veterans. These were, these were, he wasn't anything that anybody thought he was. He was young and handsome, and he had his wife, and that was it. And that's what people said, wow. And he won a debate merely because he had a tan, and he looked great, and Nixon looked like death because he wore a blue suit, and it didn't work, and he was, didn't have wear makeup. It's so stupid. And Richard Nixon never called, never called, never challenged the election. Sam Giancana, Chicago, put him over. You want to talk about pretend, pretend uh, politics? JFK was one of the biggest pretend things there was. It was absolutely incredible. Now, what good does that do us now? Nothing. Might be an interesting left, uh, you know, thing. But I'm telling you right now, we have very simply, very simply. I need 400 likes. I'm at 3:30. You can do it. You can do it. We have right now something that's very, very simple. We have a fight, not good and evil, not whatever it is. It's this group that we call woke versus everybody else. Not against the Republicans, not against the right, not against conservative, but against American common sense. It's that simple. And so far, the Republicans, I don't know what they've got. Ron DeSantis, who is never going to, he does not going to catch catch fire. He just ain't going to happen. Not yet. Just wait. Just wait. You got one of two things. Either you can win or you can put a dent. You can, you, you can really hurt. It was also interesting. Does Bobby Kennedy know what he's up against? Does he have any idea of what he's doing? You're going up against these people? Look, I'm going to just make sure you understand something. I don't care who you love. I don't care if you MAGA, if you love them and it makes you happy. You've got to think strategy. You've got to think reality. That's it. I'm sorry, dear friends. I am so sorry, but you have got to figure this thing out. Simple. Simple. Now, I told you yesterday, and you did it, and you and you didn't let me down, and I appreciate it immensely. You were wonderful with this, and I appreciate this. Mrs. L has a very, very critical, critical, critical uh, YouTube channel. Absolutely important. This is the link you go to. You just click this, and you are on, you are there. You just have to click it. It's set up for subscription. Just go there. Sparky says, illiterate guys used to get my grandfather to write their love letters to their potential girlfriends. One of them asked him to include fancy words like notwithstanding. (laughs) That's a love letter? Notwithstanding? Excellent. Thank you, Sparky. You're good. And here's to your beloved dog, by the way. Now, one more time. This is Mrs. L's. This is it right there. You just click on that. And it goes right to subscribe. Just hit subscribe. That's it. Simple. You don't have to do anything. You have to point any finger. That's the subscribe link. Okay? Good. By the way, if anybody's interested, today I'm going to be on the Anthony Cumia show. My good friend Anthony Cumia. That's about 5 o'clock, I guess, Eastern time. I'm going to be doing that. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Also, don't forget, you know, we... You know, Mrs. L and I were driving by down Route 3 the other day, and we look over, and there's Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> gone. Just sad. Sad. Closed. Gone. Finished. Shuttered. And who was the guy who was doing so well there? Remember our friends from My Pillow? My Pillow, they were great. Well, because somebody decided he was going to make his First Amendment known. Well, we're not going to let that happen. So guess what happened? He's still standing and they're gone, which goes to show you. And by the way, you've got a link right here, mypillow.com, promo code Lionel. Use that link, get a free gift. I know what you're saying. You're saying, wait a minute, isn't the gift free? Yes. Isn't that a tautology? Yes, it is. You do it nonetheless. And don't forget one more time, this is Mrs. L's link. Just do me a favor. We would love you to do this. Fret Pound, thank you immensely. Sean Martin, Thank you for your kindness. 
Uh, Sparky, you are you are on fire today. You are a smoldering ash heap of excitement and uh, intellectual uh, revivification, and I thank you so much for that. Anyway, we'll be seeing you tonight. Check me out on Kumi at five. He's a good man. Anthony Kumi is so smart, but he hangs around with these cretins, these mouth-breathing, unnecessarily profane, just, he likes them. That's okay. I want to grab him and say, you're, 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 too, you're too good for this. He's smart as hell. And I think one of the reasons why I'm on there, and I can see it because he knows so much. He just knows. <clears throat> and he was on that show, Anthony, Opie and Anthony, with the his um, cretinous moiety. I'm going to leave it at that. That, that. that thing. Let me tell you something. Shock jocks are done. Done. You know what shock? You know what's shocking? The truth. All right, dear friends, we'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. Thank you so, so very much. You are wonderful. Don't forget, like this video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. And don't forget these words always, as we always say after every show. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da. Look at your number and see if anybody goes up, because I put a 